madiyoli charanam jainandalala welcome everyone so today we are going to speak about our favorite i said our favorite because he's everybody's favorite lord ganesha i know it's like everybody loves lord ganesha there's nobody who does not it's like he starts everything right you have to think about him before you start anything so today we'll give this session to him totally yes of course little bit lord shiva will also enter and uh, the goddess will also enter but mainly it's lord ganesha we're going to talk about his 16 names we always mention these names when we do archana for him right it's called the shodasa nama stotram we always mention that and what is what are all those names we say sumukhaya namaha ekadantaya namaha kapilaya namaha gajakarnakaya namaha lambodaraya namaha vikataya namaha vignarajaya namaha vinayakaya namaha ಧೂಮಕೇತವೇ ನಮಃ ಗಣಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷಾಯ ನಮಃ ಬಾಲಚಂದ್ರಾಯ ನಮಃ ಗಜಾನನಾಯ ನಮಃ ವಕ್ರತುಂಡಾಯ ನಮಃ ತೂರ್ಪಖರ್ಣಾಯ ನಮಃ ಏರಂಬಾಯ ನಮಃ ಕಂದಪೂರ್ವಜಾಯ ನಮಃ ಅಂಡ್ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಗಣೇಶ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಸ್ಟೇ ಎವ್ರಿ ಟೈಮ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಡೂ ಗಣಪತಿ ಪೂಜೆ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಆಫರ್ ಸೇಂಗ್ ದೀಸ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಯುರ್ ಆಲ್ ಅವೇರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಟ್ ನಾವು ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ what these names mean what are they what does it mean when we say sumukhaya namaha we'll talk about the first one it says about his face mukham is face sumukhaya means good face whenever we see him it's like all the other gods we go and we like oh like that but when we see god lord ganesha we're like smiling we're so happy to see him with all that alangaram and everything in his temple when he's sitting there and giving us darshan we're like we we have a smile that is what the effect of his face is so it makes us happy that's the effect always happiness right that face makes us happy now when we say the shlokam ಶುಕ್ಲಾಂಬರಧರಂ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವದನಂ ದರ್ಸ್ ಅ ಲೈನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವದನಂ ರೈಟ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸುಮುಖಾಯ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿನೆಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವೈ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವದನಂ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಕಾನ್ಫಿಡೆನ್ಸ್ ದ ಬ್ರೈಟ್ನೆಸ್ everything that is in his face the su in sumukaya means sumukam references to prasannam and that is why we keep staring at his face even if it's an elephant don't we just keep staring at an elephant how much ever we have seen an elephant when we see an elephant in the temple we have to stay and we have to keep looking at the elephant we just keep looking at it how much ever we see it it's not enough i guess it's that face the magic of that face it just can't get enough 
even a kid even an adult even a senior citizen they will stand and look and stare at the face though their whole life they've seen elephants still that elephant is so fascinating don't you agree so now do we know that ganesha did not always have this uh, elephant face there was one time he had the human face and we all know the story how he attained the elephant face right so he did have the human face and you all know that there is a ganapati temple which has a human face ganesha it's called the naramukha ganapati so that is like one of the temples which has a naramukha ganapati and i know we are all not used to seeing a ganesha without an elephant face but here he is with a human face so if you ever want to um see a ganesha with a human face you go to this temple it's called the adi vinayaka temple and uh, where is this it's in tilatai padi and the temple is also called pitru mukti temple and it's also called tilatarpanapuri and the lingam the lord here is called muktishwaran that's uh, lord shiva i told you we'll talk about lord shiva too, right so here people come here to do their pitru karyam now we know kashi rameshwaram these are the places people usually go to do their uh, the funeral rites right but here also people come to do pitrakaryam here also why why did this stalam get uh, that uh, significance how did it attain that there is a story now lord rama in treta yuga right lord rama was trying to perform his last rites for his father king dasharatha and every time he prayed and he put those rice balls you know the pindam we say right the rice balls we make rice balls when we do the pitru karyam we do that right so when you when he did that he kept four pindams and they, then after he prayed it turned into worms all the four pindams turned into worms and he did that many times over and over again but then they turned into worms and he had to do it all over again again so why isn't this being a successful thing now who can come to help he sat and prayed to lord shiva lord rama sat and prayed to prayed to lord shiva lord shiva immediately comes to his rescue and he says you need to go to this place okay it was called in the purana it is called mandaravanam now that is the first name for this place lord rama as guided by lord shiva came to this place and he performed the, the shiva puja and he kept as uh, always the four pindams when he kept the four pindams after his prayers the four pindams became four lingams four pindams became four lingams and this is why after 
the puja was successful king dasharatha attained uh, mukti and that is why here the lord is called muktishwara one of the names is muktishwara right so and here is where the naramukha vinayaka is also there in this temple now even today the devotees come and perform final their final rites here the pitrukaryam here and now that is why this place is also called uh, tilatarpanapuri now till is what sesame right you do with that sesame is needed no for that ritual tilatarpanam is the rites ritual puri is the place that is why it also got that name now coming back to now those four lingams that i told you which turned to uh, the rice balls turned into four lingams right that is still here that is still here in the temple and you will see that lord rama is sitting and performing the final rites and those four lingams are there in front of him and it's very nice in this temple still there now coming back to naramukha vinayaka this is how the lord was when you see that uh, naramukha vinayaka you'll always want the elephant head back we're not very 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 happy seeing the naramukha vinayaka it is not as usual it is not the same i have to tell you that anyway how did he become the elephant face we all know that how was he uh, made how did he how was he created goddess parvati who was who is sarva mangala right auspicious ever auspicious she created the boy out of turmeric which was smeared in her body she took that turmeric and then she created him through that and that is why even today we make our first first pilayar out of turmeric don't we all make that pidi pilayar first because she started it sarva mangale uh, the devi herself the sarva mangala mangale the devi started that and we are still doing the same thing we do that for every puja first we do that turmeric pulayar right do we have the idol we have to make that turmeric pulayar first our priest will come and make that now shiva cutting off the head everybody have this question why did he cut the head so many have that question why isn't he the lord isn't he the ultimate isn't he he knows everything but how did he cut a small boy's head how did he come to that state where he just cut his head didn't he even think everybody have that question right everybody have it he's the lord yes exactly why he cut off the head because he had a reason and what was the reason there was this asura named gajamukasura gajamukasura had an elephant head 
he was an asura who had an elephant head and his boon that he had asked was only a person with an elephant head and human body can kill me that was his boon and he had asked for it and of course he was doing so much atro- atrocities and so much of uh, chaos he gave to all the devas they couldn't live in peace not you had to come to rescue and there they had to put their own son for this cause and that is where him cutting the head came and he just created a scene where he had to cut off his head and then he sent lord indra and nandi in search of a head and that also what did they find they found an elephant head only because only that could solve the problem right any other head wouldn't they said facing north any head facing north any creature lying down facing its head towards the north bring it to me that was the instruction and they found the elephant and they got the head and he fixed it and there we have the beautiful lord ganesha and then that is when he was able to kill kajamukasura now the head was the the head was he was beheaded for the good of the you Uh, all of us of the world the universe to save everybody lord shiva took that step so yes the answer to that question didn't he know why didn't he do it why did he do it is this he knew and exactly why he did it so now he got the elephant head and he became the commander of the troops ganapati right <laughs> the commander in chief commander of troops and um, he killed kajamukasura welfare of the world the lord did this for the welfare of the world now again coming to sumukhaya sumukar is a good mouth is a vidwan ganesha is the biggest vidwan intellect knows everything he is no different from any scholar now mukam also means mouth have you seen an elephant's mouth you can't really see it because the trunk is like closing the mouth right it comes in front so you can't really see it it's under here that is another message the lord has that kind of a face is because being such a good intellectual being a vidwan being so great that if if we put our hand on our nose and mouth like this is how an elephant is right but we have to do this to look like that and what does this signal mean what does this mean aren't we all wearing masks now literally this is how we look like what does it mean to be humble 
to talk less. We have to do it with our hand, literally, but it's like, like that is being humble, always modest. Now that is how the Lord is. Though he is a big vidwan, so knowledgeable, intellectual, he's humble. He's giving us a message, talk less. Don't brag. You may know a lot, but talk less. You don't have to let the whole world know you know a lot. Isn't he telling us that? That is a message. So that is why elephant face is not just, just like that. It didn't happen just like that. That is a big message to it. That elephant face had so much message in it. Dumukkar means so many things, right? So we have to talk less. Now, Ekadantar, second one. We bent, we, we, I explained what is Dumukkar. Now next is Ekadantar. Ekadantar means what? Dantar is tusk, tooth. Ekadantar is one tusk, single tusk. Now, usually male elephants, this is in Asian elephants, male elephants have two tusks. And females usually have no tusk. So, Pillayar, on the other hand, he's a male, but he has only one tusk. Ekadanta, one tusk. He also had two. Same. He also, he, once he had the human face, now it's elephant face. Once he had two tusks, now it's one tusk. Now, why is he having one tusk? Now he broke the right tusk with his right hand. There are two stories to it. One is that he wrote the Mahabharatam with it. He wrote the epic Mahabharatam with that task. Now he broke it for the, again, for us, welfare of the humanity, of all of us. Right? For our welfare. Now he broke that task and he gave us that beautiful epic Mahabharata. Vyasa was narrating. Vyasa was looking for a good person to write. And Lord, Lord Shiva suggested Ganesha would do it. Now Ganesha said, yeah, I'll do it. It's a funny thing about him. I'll do it. But um, if you pause at any point, then I'm stopping. I don't want to write, he said. If you pause anywhere, I can't sit and write. It's like very time conscious, no? It's like if you pause anywhere, I'm not writing, I'll leave. So Vyasar was thinking, He's also very intelligent, right? The Vyasa said, I agree, I will not pause. But then you can't blindly write. You have to think about what I said and you have to write, he said. Now he buys time that way, right? They both are very good, right? Like you have to think what you're writing. 
So Ganesha says, okay, and now his pace slowed down. <laughs> he was so fast. So he, to write the Mahabharatam, he had the tusk. Now another story says he broke the tusk to kill Kajamukasuran. So that again, for us, for the world. He broke the tusk for us. Now he is the symbol of Godhead. He has the male and female aspect now because just like his parents, right? Ardhanarishwarar. Now, what is the difference between Ardhanarishwarar and Ganesha? Now, Ganesha, his right side, the no tusk side is the female side. It's a very um, beautiful thing, actually. We all have to know this. It is there in our Puranas. The right side of Ganesha is the female side and the left side, the tusk side, which has the tusk, is the male side. Now for the Narishura, it's the opposite. The male form is on the right side and the female form is on the left side. For the Narishura, it's exactly opposite of Lord Ganesha. It's a nice way to remember though. So he shares that aspect with his parents. Now, every god has a Gayatri Mantram for them. In the Maha Narayana Upanishad, there's a Gayatri Mantram for every lord. There's a Paramashiva, for Vigneshara, Subramanya, Nandikeshara, everybody have a Gayatri Mantram. It says Tat Purushaya, it starts that way. Tat Purushaya Vikmahe. Right? Now for Vakratundaya Dimehi, Tanno Dandi Prajodayadis for Ganesha. But there is a special Gayatri Mandram in the Atharva Veda for Ganesha. Specially for Vigneshara. Why? Because he broke his tusk. He, he sacrificed his tusk. And it starts by Ekadantaya Vitmahe. That is how it starts. And it's a special Gayatri Mantram for him. Third name, Kapilar. Kapilaya Namaha. Now Kapilar means it's a dull red color. kind of like on, on a black surface, if red color is poured, how does it look? That kind of color. So now when we say this slokam, right? Shuklam, Bharadaram, Vishnum, Shashi, Varnam, Chaturbhujam. Shashi, Varnam is what? White. The sloka actually denotes that he is white in color. Okay. Avayar. Now, what is the color of Ganesha? We're trying to understand that. He's called Kapila for a reason. So let's understand why. That's why I'm going around like this. Okay. So there is a slokam where it says Shashi Varnam. He's white. Avayar. We know Avayar is the biggest devotee. She has seen Ganesha many times. He has come in many forms and shown his form to her. Now, he's shown me his form in my dream, if you've read my book. Light pink. 
<laughs> so here he is aware has stated that he is blue and another stotram she has said he is coral that's kind of like what i saw right coral light coral is my color the color i saw him but avaya has seen him in coral also in northern india he is in red color sindur right we have seen that siddhi vinayaka is that color red sindur color but in uh, there is a temple in tiruvarur district ganapatishwaram okay in it's in tiruchengan tiruchengattankodi is the name of the place sengadu is red forest sengadu means red forest kadu is forest sen is red so when vigneshwara killed gajamukasura the whole asuras asuras blood flowed like a river on that forest that is exactly the color that i was telling you over black when red goes over black and that is the color what i was talking about the kapila now after killing the gajamukasura he wanted to get rid of the dosha now we all know that even gods cannot escape gods cannot escape even rama came to rameshwaram to get rid of the dosham so he also came here installed the lingam in tiruchengattankodi did shiva pujai pujai for his father and got rid of the dosham now the temple after he installed the lingam came to be known as ganapatishwaram because ganapati came and performed the puja there he called he it's called ganapatishwaram it's also called uttara pasupatishwaram and the ambal here is called shulikambal though it's a shiva temple the prominence is for the ganapati here the pillayar here now who is the pillayar here that is the key note here you know the pillayar is the vatapi ganapati very famous because muttu swami dikshita came here and sang that song vatapi ganapati sang to this pillayar we all know that song don't we beautiful song he actually composed it here in front of this ganesha who brought this pillaya here there's a story who brought this pillaya here there is a nayanmar we go back to our nayanmar he's called the Sirutondar Nayanar. First, he came to be known as Sirutondar Nayanar later, but in his um, early years, he used to be called as Paranjyoti was his name. And he was from the Chola kingdom. He used to be a general, commander-in-chief of the Chola army. 
this Paranjyoti. Now, he was from this place, Tiruchengatangudi. And Tiruchengatangudi was a part of the Chola kingdom. And uh, the Chola king was in love with this commander-in-chief because wherever he went for war, he used to win it. He was in so much control that every war he went, he used to win it. And something similar, he went to one of these, uh, one of the wars and he brought this uh, Vatapi Ganapati with him. Vatapi is the name of the place and it was uh, under the Chalukya kingdom. And he went for a war against the Chalukyas and won it. Before he went for that war, he actually prayed to this Vatapi Ganapati and went to the war. And after winning it, he brought the Vatapi Ganapati and named him Vatapi because he's from that place. That is how the Vatapi Ganapati got the name. Now, he brought a lot of uh, riches and gold and everything, you know, the, from that kingdom, wherever he won. And then he came and put on the king's feet, the Chola king. Chola king was so happy. And after he left, the minister, the king's minister says, he wins every war because he's such a big devotee. He's a big devotee of Lord Shiva. Yes. Um, he was a big devotee of Lord Shiva. Paranjyoti was a big devotee of Lord Shiva. And he always wanted to attain the Lord's feet. He wanted to give up on all the... Um, he was not attached to any of this loot that he brought back with him after he wins any war. He was just very simple. He was doing his duty. According to him, He's working for his Raja. He's a commander-in-chief. He does his duty. He goes back home. That's it. Very simple. Now, the minister says he's a very big devotee of Lord Shiva. And that's why he's winning all the wars. Now, the king was astonished. He's like, is he? Is he a big devotee of Lord Shiva? I'm also a big devotee of Lord Shiva. I feel terrible. I'm making another devotee go and shed blood, he says. says, I'm, I feel very guilty. Am I compelling him to do it? I feel I'm compelling him to do it. I, I feel I'm driving him into this. I should not do this. So he calls him to the kingdom, to the palace, and he apologized to Paranjyoti. He says, you've won all my wars. You're a treasure for this kingdom. But I feel terrible that you're shedding blood, being the Lord's devotee. You're such a big devotee, I heard. So Paranjyoti says, yes, that's my ultimate goal is to just perform and do worship to the Lord. After I do this duty, this is going to be my last journey. So the king says, you know what? I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go with full heart, full-heartedly, with a lot of happiness. I'm not, like, it's not like I'm firing you, but I'm letting you go so that you can perform your worship. I don't want a Shiva Bhakta shedding blood. 
I don't want to take that sin on me. So you go and you do whatever your heart wishes. And he floods him with gifts and all that uh, he needs, you know. He doesn't have to earn now. The king provides him to, with whatever he needs so that he can peacefully lead his life worshipping the Lord. Now, he, Paranjyoti was very happy. He said, okay. And he immediately took that offer. And he came to, the, uh, to his house and he informed his wife and his uh, kid that he's going to be home. And they were all happy. Now he's fully engaged in Shiva Puja, Shiva's worship. And he started serving Shiva Bhaktas. Now, how did he do that? Every day he would feed Shiva Bhaktas before he ate. He will never touch food before feeding a Shiva Bhakta. That is his uh, prayer every day. That was his service every day. He would feed a bhakta and only eat and Shiva bhakta and only then eat. Now, that was going on. One fine day, of course, the Lord has to test his devotee, right? When he's so good, the Lord has to test. Now, people think, why should the Lord test? You know why the Lord tests? Not to give the devotee any trouble. To show off his devotee. Like the whole world has to know. He's like showing him off. He's so proud. Now you see, when I do this, you see what my devotee will do. Kind of thing. Through that episode, he's showing off his devotee. Learn from my devotee, kind of thing, you know. It's a beautiful thing, like a parent, right? It's like you let your kid dance in front of others or perform his uh, uh, magic or show whatever he's good at in front of others. You're so proud. Like, see, see my son, see my daughter. It's not like a test. You tell, you tell everybody, oh, he dances very well. You should see... It's not like that kind of a test, right? It's not like putting them in a spot. But you're so proud of them. You want everybody to know. That moment had come. That moment had come when he wanted the whole world to know. Who wanted? The Lord wanted the whole world to know what his devotee is doing about his greatness. So yeah, he comes disguised as uh, Shiva Yogi. As always, you know, smeared with uh, ashes all over his body, Rudraksha Male. Handsome as ever. Comes and knocks on the door. Oh. Yes, and uh, Paranjyoti, name became Siru Tondar Nayanar. And why is that? Because he started serving all his uh, Shiva Bhaktas, right? So Siva Tondar means small servant. Servant of the Lord. 
small servant. Even that, no, he's like so humble. He doesn't say servant. He's a small servant. So the Lord is here outside Sirutondar Nayanar's door. He knocks. And the servant, he has a servant because, uh, you know, he's commander in chief one time. And um, he has servants and everything in his house. And the servant comes and opens the door, the maid. And um, she immediately recognizes that it's a Shiva Bhakta because it's not new in that house. Shiva Bhakta come eat and go. So she immediately does Namaskaram and uh, she says, please come in. And he says, where is Shiva Tondar? He asks. So he says, he's gone out in search of... Uh, a Shiva Bhakta, he will not eat anything till he feeds at least one Shiva Bhakta. Uh, so he says, okay. So she says, why don't you come in? She's thinking, oh my God, what if my, uh, the, you know, my boss does not find a Shiva Bhakta and even this man left, I'll be in trouble. Let me call him and put, you know, have him seated inside. So she says, can you please come in and sit down? He'll come back. So he says, no, I'm, I will not enter a house where there's only a woman inside. He says, I'm not going to enter. There's no man in the house, so I'm not going to enter. So she says, no, no, my, my madam is also there. Sirathondar's wife is there. So she comes running, you know, she hears this and she comes running and she says, please, please come inside and request him to sit. And she says, no, I don't want to enter when the man is not in the house. Tell Sirathondar I am going to be outside the temple. I'll wait under the tree. I'll sit there. I'll be meditating. He can come and get me. And he leaves. As soon as he leaves, Sirutondar is back. He's very upset and disappointed because he could not find any Shiva Bhakta that day. Usually does. He at least finds two or three that day. He couldn't find even one. And it was very late. He comes home very disappointed with a sad face. And these two are waiting for him who the maid and the uh, wife, both of them are waiting for him. And they both tell him that uh, there was a yogi who came, asked for you, but he did not want to come inside. And he said he'll be waiting in the temple. Sirutondar immediately ran from there. He said, I'll bring him. Keep everything ready. The food and everything. I'll bring him. And he ran to the temple. And there he sees this beautiful man sitting and meditating. Very majestic, very powerful, very... So much of uh, power, but at the same time, the calmness in his face. Immediately goes and falls in his feet. And he says, you came in search of me. I'm so blessed. It's like the Lord himself sent you. 
because today I didn't find anybody. And here you are. Come, come with me, come with me. I'll serve you. I'll serve you to the fullest. Today is your day. And uh, instead of being happy, the yogi looks at him and he's like, hmm, is it so? You know something? You cannot satisfy my wants, he said. I doubt. I doubt that you can satisfy my want. And Thunder is like uh, disappointed. He's like, why you say that? Try, try asking whatever you want. I'll do it for you. Then he says, no, no, I don't, I don't believe you can do it. I think you should just leave me alone and go back. That's the best thing for you. Thunder is like, no, no, I, it's, not, it's not happening because, like I said, you're God sent. And um, whatever you want is, I am going to fulfill it today. Please go ahead and tell me what you want. So he says, okay, in that case, um, you know, every once in six months, I have a habit of eating fresh meat of a pasu, he says. And that time has come now. But I doubt whether you can do this for me, he says. And he stops saying, no, 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 carry on. Pashu, Pashu is easily available. Pashu I can get. Tell me, tell me. Now the word Pashu is very tricky, you know. The word Pashu can, is usually people think it's animal. But Pashu can mean a human being also. Pashu is both animal and <laughs> human. Everything is Pashu. But he immediately thought it's animal. And he said, yeah, yeah. I, Pashu can be arranged. So the yogi says, yeah, it can be arranged. Okay, let me tell you the exact description, he said. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, um, the Pashu should be a five-year-old child. Should be very healthy. And it should be the only son of the parents. Such a boy must be cooked and served for me. Now, oh, Siratondar did not, uh, he was shocked, but then he was so into trying to fulfill what this yogi wanted. That he was thinking in his mind, how do I fulfill what he asked for? How do I find a boy of this description? Is what is running in his mind. 
And then he suddenly realized that he had a son who's five years old. He himself has a son who's five years old. And quietly, without saying anything, he just says, Swami, you come home. I will fulfill your want. He did not tell him he had a son. He did not tell him anything. He says, Swami, you come home. I will fulfill your want. That is the height of surrender, devotion, bhakti. I have no words. And why do you think he got the Nayanmar certificate? Because of that. Because of this exactly. And he goes he brings the yogi home, sits him down. All due respect, he goes and tells his wife. His wife also agreed. His wife happily agreed. Now that is why she's also, you know, attained the, that is why the Lord picked them to be specific for this test. Don't you think? I mean, he said, I want to show the whole world what they are. Now, a lot of people say, oh my God, I couldn't have done this. I could not have done this. Well, the Lord didn't pick you. <laughs> the Lord didn't pick you. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> the Lord has picked them for a reason. Now, as soon, as soon as the boy returned, he, has, he was somewhere outside, he returned home. The mother placed him on the lap. And the father, Sirutonda Nayanar, brought a knife and cut the boy's throat without even thinking. He just uttered Om Namah Shivaya and cut his throat. That can be done only with detachment because he thought that boy was not his. He did it because he knew that the boy belonged to the Lord anyway. There's a lot of things we have to learn from this. And the biggest, the, the lesson is detachment. And the boy was cooked and the meal was served. They served the meal to the yogi and the yogi sitting there, LA, the banana leaf, everything is served. Then he asks, well, I will start eating only on one condition. Sirutondar, you also sit and eat with me. Now that's another thing. Knowing that it's his own boy, his son, he has to sit and eat quietly. No word. He comes, sits, and joins. When he sits to eat, the yogi says, hmm, I have another condition. You, I thought you said you have a son, right? How old is he? Bring him. He also has to sit and eat with us, he says. Now Sirutondar was caught. He looks at him and he says, uh, Swami, he's not in a position to come right now. 
please excuse him and we will eat he said no 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 that's the condition only if he comes i will eat he can't come now he said no you go outside and call him you go outside and call out him he will come <laughs> so much confidence again siruthondan nayanar instead of arguing or telling him anything he goes outside and calls out him and after thing to learn from him surrender he just listened how many of us listen he just listened to those instructions he went outside and called out to him siralan please come this swami wants to eat with you he calls out and this boy siralan comes running from somewhere appa you called me and he has tears running down his cheeks when he saw his son his mother is coming running and because he heard her she heard her son she runs and she hugs him and they both are like having this moment all the three of them are having the moment and then they turn back to see the yogi and he's gone he's disappeared he's not there anymore the meat is gone in the play, the the leaf there is no food the yogi is gone so that's when they realize this whole play was beautifully enacted by the lord and before they could digest that fact the lord himself came and gave them a darshan along with devi parvati both of them with nandi came there and took them all with them they attained mukti they went all of them went to kailasham with the lord isn't that something it's like shows you what actual surrender is actual detachment is what bhakti is you can't even this story is like a little tough for some people who have attachments they be like oh my god i can't take it and that is when that you know question comes among i could not have done this but then nobody thinks that the god will not come and ask you this you have to be blessed to be that sirutandar nayanar because only he was asked to do this because the lord knows he would do it he wanted us to know he wanted us to see what a devotee is capable of doing 
what siru tondar nayanar was capable of doing he wanted us to know this and learn from it certain lessons god is not cruel in the end he gave him back his child but at the same time took all of them with him also they all attained mukti that's the place we all want to be in the end who wants to come back to earth again hmm? want another life some of us feel we belong here so this is the actual reality i want to uh, i want to share with you an incident of uh, shriyamma on their power on her power like one time i don't have this in my book i don't know how this incident uh, i've not mentioned in my book obviously i know because she didn't want it <laughs> but it was um i think 2000 and uh, 10 or 11 something like that Uh, when dev was really my younger one was very young uh, he was one and a half or something like that one and a half years old and he used to fall sick a lot he used to get um asthma and all that very frequently i think this was before he was one at time uh, ambal had given a jabam for uh, my husband um and that jabam involved that in the in the morning um when before his jabam he should not talk to anybody so he had to be maunam until he finished the jabam so even if it is uh, like 4 am or 3 am in the morning he can talk until he finishes that day's jabam he can talk so many times the younger one would fall sick and then um i was the only parent who was like literally taking care of him so it was so much of stress on me that i went and told amma that amma it's really getting so difficult for me because devaganesh is not talking he's silent and i have to take care of this baby all by myself it gets very stressful making decisions alone at that time that is in the middle of the night or early hours in the morning it's difficult just doing this alone is there any way you can give him a break at these times i said and she said onaki po enna venum உனக்கு அந்த குழந்தைக்கு உடம்பு சரியில்லைன்னா கஷ்டம் வருது ஷி செட் ஸோ வாட் யூ வாண்ட் யூ ஹேவிங் அ ப்ராப்ளம் வென் த சைல்ட் இஸ் ஃபாலோயிங் சிக் கரெக்ட் அண்ட் ஐ செட் எஸ் அது ஆகாம நான் பார்த்துக்கிறேன் ஐ வில் மேக் ஷோர் தட் டஸ் நாட் ஹேப்பன் think about that no doctor can say that 
no doctor can say i will make sure the child does not fall sick he'll only give you a medicine if he falls sick she said andanal that is the days he has the jabam i will make sure he doesn't fall sick I mean I wanted to share this with you all because this is her power it's not um, it's not something it's not a joke this is really and she made it happen after that I've never had that problem she gave that word and she stuck by it her word is so it's like embossed you know it will never go away she gives a word she sticks to it who can say that except for akilandeshwar the ruler who can say that i was stunned when i heard it i was stunned i was like whoa i never expected that <laughs> i never expected that i was like really she shows her power she says things she says it so casually though when she says it she says it so casually and then we come back and we're like wow that's powerful and she sticks she sticks to it i never felt sick after that on those days our mother she's so powerful Madhyoli Charanam Jai Nandalala